Hello, hello, and welcome to the third instalment of the Two Network Transfer Links series. So previously we've looked at uh, defence, including goalkeepers, fullbacks, centre-backs. We've looked at midfielders, which include defensive midfielders, centre midfielders and attacking midfielders centre. You've joined us for the attackers video, so I'll be looking at some of the transfer targets for wing, uh, for wingers and for strikers and forwards. Okay, so what we've got is I've put together um, a list um, of rumours targets who I think we should be looking at as well um, and added my own star rating to them which indicates a probability that they'll sign for us so a one star probability uh, means that that player is probably less likely to sign for us however is still sort of in the mix a three star player I believe um, we are eschewing by this season okay so that's how um, a rating works it's not scientific um, it's based purely on gut instinct um, so please <laughs> expect me to get this all horribly horribly wrong now obviously by the time you listen to this if you listen to it on a podcast um, or watch the video on YouTube we might have signed um, we might have signed about five players that I haven't included in this list so also prepare for me to fail on that front as well but anyway I thought it was going to be quite an interesting um, concept to get together all of these transfer rumours and discuss each one on their merits and see what kind of squad Rafa Benitez might be looking at um, for his first full Premier League season with Newcastle United. Okay, so let's start with wingers and the first winger on the list is a Mr Andros Townsend, an old familiar face. As you can see on the card here, for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, I'd like to thank Johnny Monkhouse for doing the graphics for these. I think they look excellent. Gives you a nice uh, visual prop for me just chatting at you on screen. But for those of you listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, don't worry, I'll do my best to um, explain in detail what everyone else is saying on the screen in terms of stats, little profiles for each of the players. So Andros Townsend. It's a funny one, isn't it? We we obviously got him um, and had to sell him after we got relegated. He wanted to maintain his Premier League status, I guess, for his England ambitions, for his career ambitions. And I, I, as much as there was a bit of a backlash, I don't think there was too much animosity between him and Rafa Benitez. I think there was a respectful understanding of why he was deciding to move on. He's a player that performed very well for us in that last half of the season in the Premier League. Um, he contributed to a lot of goals, either scoring or assisting. Um, this season in the Premier League, he's got a who scored rating of uh, 7.06, which is really good. He managed three goals and four assists, which, to be honest, he was being benched a lot at the start of the season under Allardyce. Um, and it was only kind of the second half of the season where he, he, he managed to sort of flourish a bit, uh, from my eyes. He turns 26 this summer. Um, things are a bit in disarray at Crystal Palace at the moment, simply because Sam Allardyce has just quit, um, quite surprisingly. Um, I'm not sure what's happened there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if some more details of that emerge in the coming months but he suddenly left kind of with not much reason to stay at Palace really 
He doesn't know what the manager situation is going to be like. They've narrowly avoided being dragged into the relegation fight proper. Um, does Did he feel at home at Newcastle? There's arguments to say that he would be loved if he came back. I mean, I'm a big admirer of him. I, I loved what I saw of him in a black and white shirt. Um, really direct, really pacey, good from free kicks as well. Um, I mean, this season, he's... He showed his versatility as well. He started 14 games on the right wing for Palace, 10 on the left wing. I think because of the, 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 the weird payment situation as well, because Palace haven't paid outright for him yet, they're still paying in instalments, that might make it easier to buy him back. I know Rafa's a big fan of him. I think we probably wouldn't have to pay too much over 50 million for him to be honest and, and and most of that might be money that we're owed anyway so that that'll take it off um what palace have begun to pay for him anyway i think if rafa's keen apparently he's keen to get about three wingers in uh, which i think sounds about right we've we've got atsu in which might count as one of them but with the likes of gufron moving on you've got aarons who's well he's made a witterbix isn't he we can't rely on him being fit, as, as talented as he is when he when he is on the pitch. We, we, we're lacking in those areas. Amiobi, Sami Amiobi's bound to move on as well. I can imagine him going to a championship club, for example. So, we want Rafa likes players who like Richie, who can play both wings. We can't rely on Richie all the time, so we need good quality. I mean, look at Palace at the minute. They've got Townsend, they've got Punchin, they've got Zahar. They've got options, and we need similarly that many options as well for our for our wing play so i think this whole sam allardyce leaving thing has really thrown a cat amongst the pigeons i've, I've made andros townsend a three star probability to sign it was going to be two star but i think sam leaving changes everything he has still got four years on a new deal from palace but as I said before, given the financials and the complexities there, given that Palace still owes for him, I think we could probably make something work. We were very close to signing him in January. Rafa clearly making a beeline for him. I think it was there was reported like they just want an extra two million. I don't know quite what happened there. Rafa seemed a bit miffed. Hopefully he can get his man this summer, and I'd be very surprised if he hasn't already been on the phone to his agent, on the phone to Palace. Um, declaring his interest so andros townsend i've got him as a three-star likelihood of signing for newcastle united this summer and this is one that i really hope comes through next up on my list is a bit of a wild card option maybe not too many rumors but he's uh, certainly a target that i think newcastle if you want to show ambition should be aiming for is emil forsberg who's a swedish winger uh, playing uh, for leipzig um, in Germany now they've had a fantastic season they've had an incredible season they've qualified for the Champions League um, he's got 12 goals and 19 assists this season he's, a, he's, a, he's an out and out winger he's absolutely excellent he's dribbling he's crossing um, he's a danger from set players as well now he's a player who's 25 so a very good age um, I know Liverpool have been previously linked with him over the last few months as well so if he was to be available it would be a pretty difficult, um, um, pretty tricky um, buy to pull off, I think. Um, I've got him as a one-star probability simply because he's one of the be best attacking um, wingers in the top five leagues in Europe. 
Um, really highly rated. He has got champ he has guaranteed Champions League football next season, but again, with Rafa Benitez, you just don't know what his pull's like. You don't know what the pull and the draw of Premier League wages are like. Forsberg's clearly got more big moves ahead of him, and he might well stay with Leipzig this season. I mean he's he's on a five-year deal. Um he's got a transfer market value of 12.75 million so if he was to be available he wouldn't be going for anything less than 30 million I'd say probably around 30 35 simply because of his performances this season but in terms of what we're looking for he's slightly under the radar despite um, certainly well maybe not in Germany but certainly around the rest of the maybe in England he's slightly under the radar he'll be quite a canny shrewd buy I think um Forsberg, I like the look of him, really good statistics, um, but he might just be um, a step too far for Newcastle if he were to be available at all. So next up we've got Wonder Kid from Arsenal, it's uh, Nigerian Alex Awobi who plays all across the front line, um, left wing, right wing, um, attacking midfield centre as well. Um, he's a player I was really impressed with, actually, um, at the start of this season. The fact that he managed to bet in a, a starting place amongst the likes of Sanchez, for example. Um, he filled in for Sanchez when he wasn't available as well. He's a really exciting young player. He got who scored rating of 6.66, which is... It's okay, it's reasonable for a player of his age just trying to develop himself and, 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 and bet himself into the first team of a top, top side. Um... But the second half of the season, he didn't really get many minutes. Um, he still managed three goals and three assists in the league, which um, did my fantasy Premier League a favour for a couple of weeks. Um, but I've got him as a two-star here simply because I think he would be a very good loan option. And I think there's going to be a lot of changes at Arsenal this summer. If he wasn't getting into the side towards the end of this season, it might be an indication that he's not going to necessarily get his game next season especially if they recruit more attacking midfielders so Wenger or Arsenal might be looking at loaning Awobi out and again Rafa Benitez a very respected manager I think this is going to help us in the loan market because he can be trusted that if he's going to go for a player good young players that they'd be in good hands and that they'd be able to develop under a world-class manager. This is this is one of the benefits of having Rafa Benitez at the club. Um, we'll be able to get some really good, hungry, uh, young talent coming into the club, wanting to prove their Premier League worth and giving everything for, as it turns out, Newcastle United might be. So a Wobie, I've got him as a two-star there for a loan. I don't think it's in the bag. It's debatable whether he'd be even up for loan, but I think that would be a good move all round depending on how Arsenal intend to use him um, if he's not going to get his game they might see him getting first team football elsewhere as a real possibility and he's a great shout absolutely great player really like him a strong rumour in the press um, over the last couple of months has been um, almost forgotten man at Southampton uh, left forward Jay Rodriguez um, now Rodriguez is well, has been in England international. He's going to be turning... He's, he's 27 at the minute. He's going to be turning 28 before the summer's out. Um, 
he was always a reasonable player a couple of years ago. Um, uh, you know, he, he scored 15 goals and three assists in the 2013-14 season, uh, which is really impressive. He got him an England call-up. Um, he showed that he can play up front. He can show that he can play as a sort of attacking forward left as well, which we play that we we, we require that role. Um, but my reservations around Jay Rodriguez come with his fitness um, and his lack of form because of his fitness over the last couple of years. So looking at so since he scored those fifteen goals um, in at the end of the sort of 2014 seasons. In those, in those three years since, he's missed 75 games through injury. Now, I've mentioned this before. This is including like ankle injury, um, cruciates as well. I don't think Rafa is a big fan of injury proneness. Um, he bought, we ended up having four goalkeepers on the books because he didn't want another goalkeeping crisis like we had um, when he first arrived. He's likely to buy, um, you know, other positions like left back. He's wanting more left wingers because he knows that Aaron's can't be relied upon in terms of fitness. I'm not sure that Jay Rodriguez represents maybe the, the the solid signing that we that we want, the dependable signing. I think if we were to get him, he's got a market value there of 8.5 million. He's got two years left on his deal at Southampton. I think if we could get him for around 10 million. That would be a reasonable shout, but I don't think we should pay much more than that. I don't think he's played enough um, to warrant play us paying more than 10 million. Um, he's got a who score rate of 6.49, but simply he hasn't had the games. Nine league starts um, this season. He still managed five goals and two assists, um, so he's contributed there to a goal directly every 126 minutes. Um, I've got him as a two-star likelihood to sign. The rumours don't seem to go away, but I've just have reservations, and Rafa probably does as well about his fitness. Can he make it to a full season? Is it worth us spending too much money on him? Um, we've got Atsu through the door, so it applies a slightly less pressure. But I think Jay Rodriguez wouldn't necessarily be at top of the list of wingers, which Rafa Benitez might be looking at. Next up is a bit of a wild card, and he's an old fan favourite um, of Newcastle fans. It is none other than Mr. Hatem Ben Arthur. Um, there's his lovely card there. So, Ben Arthur moved to PSG after having an absolutely storming season for Nice um, the season before, where he scored 17 goals and 6 assists, and it got him a big uh, profile move to PSG. Now, he's been used very, very sparingly. Um, only five league starts this season, which explains his 6.56 who scored rating. He's got a market value of 11.9 million, but his deal with PSG was only a two-year deal, so he's only got a year left on that, on that contract. He's someone, again, like... He's someone who the fans, a bit like Townsend, the fans know, we know what we're getting with him, he certainly looks a lot fitter, as you can see. <laughs> he looks a lot fitter than he was when he left Newcastle and when he went on loan to Hull, for example. So he seems to have gotten himself into shape. Could he arrive as a super sub? Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely take him. I wouldn't expect him to be starting week in, week out. But as an option, as a game changer, 
when we're needing a goal, we need some magic to happen in the, in the last 20 minutes of a game. What an asset to have. And if he's not being used, why not bring him back to a place where he'll largely be loved? I know some people... I mean, I I thought to sell him in the first place was the right was the right choice simply because he was he was over he was overweight he was he wasn't fit and his his attitude wasn't great um, his application wasn't there at all but he's gone to France and he's proved that he can do it he's still got it he's an incredibly gifted technical footballer one of the best I've seen in a, in a Newcastle shirt for technique and it's a long shot which is why I've got him as a one star um, likelihood to sign for Newcastle United this summer but. Be good crack, wouldn't it? <laughs> really good crack. So we'll see what happens there, but it's probably not going to happen. But a year left on his contract, you never know. Be a great super sub. Okay, next up we've got Manchester City's Spanish forward Nolito, who started uh, the season pretty well, actually. Um, he seemed to be quite a decent player. Um, he is 30. Um, he got a 6.65 for the season simply because... I think he lost his place, didn't he? Once uh, Gabriel Jesus came, um, he couldn't establish himself ahead of, say, Sterling or Sane on the wings either. Um, so he just kind of like dropped down the pecking order. I think he was signed by Guardiola just maybe as a sort of interim. Um, he's probably not quite the quality that um, he's, Pep Guardiola would be buying with, say, the likes of Bernardo Silva this summer. Um, there were some weird rumours going around that we could possibly get him for 3.4 million or something. Um, that just seems mental. Uh, to me, that seems absolutely crazy. As you can see, he's got a market value of 15.3 million. He's still got three years left on his Manchester City contract. There's no way they'll let him go for you know, a fifth of, of, of his market value. That's I, I, I can't see that one happening. Um, we might be able to get him for a cut price around you know, 12, 15 million maybe. Um, but yeah I, I, I think those rumours I'm not sure who started spreading those but it seems a bit daft to me um, he seems alright I, 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 I wouldn't mind saying him at Newcastle he's, he's, he's a bit older does he have the energy that Rafa Benitez will be looking at when you look at the likes of Richie who works hard Atsu's fast and energetic is he in that same mould no but he could maybe double as a striker as well um, so he's got a bit of versatility about him. I think we've got better options out there. Um, even if he is available, I think he he probably will be moving on from from Manchester City this summer. But a two star rating, yeah, there's a reasonable chance that we might get him. Um, but I really wouldn't want to pay too much for him, and we certainly won't be getting him for three point four million. Next up is a young winger from Angers in France. It's Nicolas Pepe. Um, there seems to be a lot of buzz about him and the papers continue to mention him um, on an almost daily basis now. So he's a young Ivorian, he's just turned 20, he's literally just turned 22 today. Um, <laughs> time of recording, it's the 29th of May, um, so he's just turned 22. He has not a spectacular season statistically speaking, 6.53 from whoscored.com, he's got three goals and one assist. Um, in the French League so it's not crazy but I think there must be something to him I haven't seen any of him play I, I, I profess I think the link must be that he's shown quite a lot of potential he's still very raw 
I know Rafa Benitez is known to want to bolster the, the French players on his squad. We, we've got very few decent young players that can genuinely challenge for first team positions. So Pepe might represent somebody who isn't expected to start. But again, as we discussed with Ben Arthur in the last piece, he could be a player who could be an impact sub, very quick, um, and could cause a bit of damage. If he's raw, if he's direct, I wouldn't mind taking a punt on him. His market value is very cheap as well, only £638,000. Um, he's got two years left on his current deal, so you can imagine we'd probably be able to get him um, for, I don't know, certainly under £8 million, I'd say. Um, but I'm not an economist, I have no idea, so I might be completely wrong guys, but um, Nicholas Pepe, rumours refuse to go away, would be a great squad booster I think, um, and a good impact sub. Another young talent from France um, for, the, for the wing which Rafa is reportedly interested in is Jan Caramo from Ken. Um, he seems to have had uh, a better breakout season uh, than Nicolas Pepe for example um, his market value is a lot higher at 1.7 million um, he's got one year left on his contract which is why there's probably a lot of buzz about him as well he's got a who score rate of 6.6 .6, which is amazing but at the same time he's currently 18 he'll be 19 by the time the new season starts he managed five goals and four assists for a relatively unfancied side very, very pacey, um, really good dribbler, and still very raw. This guy sounds like a, a player who would be a bit more exciting than Nicolas Pepe. Um, he would fulfil, like we were talking about, exciting young players at the, at the club who could be pushing, could be knocking on the door to keep the likes of Matt Ritchie's um, focus and performances high, um, and Atsu as well. He sounds like a really, really exciting prospect. I've only got him as a one-star simply because I think... At that age, would he make such a big move to a different country? Other clubs are bound to be interested in him as well. So I've got him as a one-star probability, Jan Caramo. But he sounds like he could fit the bill for Rafa Benitez. And he sounds like he could be a really, really exciting young player, wonder kid. So I wouldn't be disappointed to see him come through the door if Rafa thought he was good enough for the Premier League. Next up is... Um, Somebody I've given a two-star probability of signing for us. It's Lazar Markovic, um, who played for Hull um, on loan last season. Um, by all accounts, he did pretty well under Marco Silva. Um, I know that obviously didn't turn out very well. He ended up relegated. But he's he's a player who's highly, highly touted um, when he first arrived at Liverpool. But he, he never really settled there. Um... I think he did all right at Hull, given that he was in a, a sort of a, a a team on the demise. Um, he's a really good dribbler. He's only got a 6.55 who scored rating, but again, he wasn't playing too much. Um, having only come on loan for the second half of the season, I think. Um, he's a very good dribbler. He's got two years left on his deal with a market value of 8.5 million. I think we could get him for pretty cheap. I think we could get him for under 15 million should we want him. Um, the Serbian's only 23. He's still raw slightly. He's still he's got enough potential, but he's still a bit he's still got a lot to grow into, I think. So there's question marks there of whether he can cut it in the Premier League. 
big question marks. I don't think he'll be top of the list, but as a player that we could get who has a lot of talent, probably just needs a run of games and a bit of confidence, a bit of nurturing. I've got him as a two-star rating there, a two-star probability of signing for us. We'll see what happens. I think he's a bit versatile as well. I think he could bring something to the team. Maybe not first first choice, but he should surely be knocking on the door um, in our Premier League side. Okay, so we've had a look at wingers. Now I want to have a look at forwards. So the situation with forwards at the moment, as it stands, speaking on the 29th of May 2017, is that um, Gil is probably expected to stay. He's been used in all of the new shirt um, promotional videos with his number nine hanging on the in the changing room. There's question marks about Murphy and Mitrovic. I think certainly Murphy won't join us in the Premier League. Still a big question mark over Mitrovic. I think there's still a big question mark about whether Rafa Benitez wants to use a target man at all. Um, but a target man would represent a decent plan B. So I wouldn't, and especially if we're going to be playing, if we're going to be buying a lot of wingers, it would make sense for us to have that plan B. Whether he thinks Mitrovic can cut it, Mitrovic might get till January to prove himself. If not, we might see him be moved on. Um, but I think certainly would be looking for a new Gale, if not a more um, senior version of Gale. Um, Gale had an obviously outstanding season in the Championship, but he won't rely on Gale to get all of our goals in a tougher league in the Premier League. So let's have a look at some of the players um, who might be options up front, whether that be more of a Gale type player, fast, energetic, closing down, fox in the box, um, good positional player, anticipation, great finisher, or whether we go for a target man option, um, I guess trying to fulfill the roles of, of Murphy Mitrovic. Uh, but better versions of, potentially more established, more experienced at the top flight. So, first on the list is um, young Spanish sensation Sandro Ramirez, um, who's playing his trade in Malaga. He's had an absolutely unreal season. He's got 14 goals and 3 assists for Malaga. Um, good passing, great long shots, um, good at direct free kicks as well. He's got a who's goal rate of 7.07, .07, which is phenomenal in an unfancied side. He's come from the Barcelona Academy. Um, he's got a market value of 5.1 million, um, given that there's a reported um, release clause of 5.1 million. So you, I've got him as a two-star probability of signing. There's the Rafa link, the Spanish link there. If he does want to move to the Premier League, I'd like to think we were in there for him. He's probably the right level for us. He's probably a better version of Gale as well. He's very prolific. I think he would do very well in the Premier League. But there's going to be a lot of clubs after him. There was reports about Atletico Madrid um, wanting to sign him. And like I said as well. But then there's question marks about whether they've got a transfer embargo. So Ramirez might not be on the table for Atletico anymore he might be looking for other options if we act fast if we act with conviction he might be a player might be a real coup um, that Rafa could sign um, and, you know we all got excited when Jose Perez came from Tenerife a couple of years ago and he, and he absolutely smashed at the Premier League I think Ramirez has the potential to have even more impact when he first arrives he seems to have the lot 
He seems to be an excellent striker and I really would love to see him at Newcastle, but would face quite stiff competition, I think. Next up on the Fords list is a target man um, who I quite admire. It's a player who's been linked with Newcastle previously. It's Baz Dost, the Dutch centre-forward. Now, he's in a spectacular season uh, with Sporting in the Portuguese leagues. He's managed to score 34 goals with 4 assists in only 31 games, which is an absolutely ridiculous return. He's got a who-score rating of 7.55, which is incredible. It's really impressive. Yes, uh, Liga Nos isn't as... Um, um, big as the, some of the other top European leagues, but that's serious numbers. Um, and a player that we've, we, we've held interest in before, certainly Graham Carr. So it might be um, time to move for him. He might have some um, competition for it as well because he's just been outstanding. If we were to go for him, that would tell us a lot about Rafa's intention of how serious he was about using target men as well as smaller pace here forwards as we just talked about he's got a market value of 10.2 million with three years left on that deal so after the season he's had he would not come cheap you're probably looking at around i don't know 25 30 35 million there's been reports that chinese clubs are interested in him as well but would he want to go there i think for the player he is he would see players like benteke who have similar kinds of players to him thriving I think he could do a job in the Premier League and I think he would present a better option than Mitrovic and a player who we could really load, really attacking threat from set players, from crosses as well, if we're going to have a lot of wingers. Um, I've got him as a two-star probability signed for us because I think we'd face competition. I think he'd be quite expensive, but damn does he know where the goal is. I think it would be a great signing. As we exit Planet Dost... Um, next up on the list is um, young Chelsea player who was playing in the championship last season on Bristol City. It's Tammy Abraham. Now, there's been rumours this week of um, a possible loan deal that we've been granted permission to speak to Tammy Abraham about a loan signing. Um, he certainly had an exceptional season um, in the championship, didn't he? Bristol City um, scored 23 goals, got three assists in quite a, a mediocre side. Um, he looks special, this boy. He's English. He's still only 19. He's a teenager. He got a rating of 7.06 on who scored. His market value is 4.25 million um, with two years left on his deal. I don't think we'd be looking to buy him, or certainly Chelsea wouldn't be looking to sell him, should I say. But a loan deal for Tammy Abraham would be a good piece of business, I think. This is why I got him as a three-star rating. I think these rumours seem quite strong. Um... And he's the kind of player that we, we probably should be going for. He's, he's more than proven himself in the championship. He's got about as many goals as uh, as Dwight Gill did. He's a different kind of player. He's still mobile. But he's a bit taller. Natural finisher. Um, clearly, clearly very talented. And Chelsea might be looking to ship him out to a Premier League club to get some minutes to see how he fares in the top flight. Three-star probability signing for us. I think it would be a really shrewd loan move. Um, and really bolster our attack. Next up is another Chelsea striker um, who I'm a big fan of, really, really big fan of. It's Michi Batshuayi, the Belgium international. He hasn't played much for Chelsea. Um, he's not managed to usurp Diego Costa this season in their title-winning side. 
Um, his who score rating is only 6.36. But that's quite deceptive because he's actually got five goals and one assist this season in only 239 minutes in the Premier League. That's crazy. In, in terms of, we talk about Gale's um, goals to minutes ratio. This guy's scoring almost a goal every half of football. About four, every 47 minutes, he's contributing um, to either a goal or he's assisting as well. He seems to be the right age. He's, he's clearly an excellent finisher. He might have seen enough this season to think that he's not going to get ahead of Diego Costa or if they sell Diego Costa, are they going to bring in... It's like they're going to bring in um, a blue-chip player, you know. I think the club should break the bank for Richie Batshuayi. I think he's exceptional. He's, he's, a, he's a player we could build a team around. He'll be, he'll be unbelievable for us. He will be quite expensive, though. His market value is £21.25 million. And he has got four years left on that contract. But if he wants out, then he might be looking at other Premier League sides. He's part of Belgium's golden age. In fact, another great stat. He only played 21 minutes in Euro 16 last year. However, he still managed to go. <laughs> so the guy doesn't need a lot of time to make an impact. I think we should absolutely break the bank for him. If not, if he's available on loan, I'll be delighted with that as well. I've got another three-star likelihood to sign because I think he'd represent a very good loan option and he's the kind of calibre that we need to be looking at in order to fulfil an ambition that Rafa clearly wants to achieve in the Premier League in the first season. He doesn't want to just survive. He wants to aim for top 10 and he wants to do it with some quality, quality players. Bachai would be such a player and it would make us very, very potent going forward indeed. Next up is a Premier League striker who I've been really, really impressed with and he got me loads of points on Fantasy Premier League as well. It's the Norwegian striker Joshua King uh, from Bournemouth. Um, he really stepped up um, this season when um, Bournemouth had injuries up front. He managed 16 goals and two assists and most of that was in the second half of the season. He really went on a rampage. Um, really proving a lot of players, uh, sorry, proving his worth. In terms of uh, the other players who scored lots of league goals, he was kind of, I think he was about in the top 10 uh, of Premier League scorers this season, which is, he had absolutely no right to do. <laughs> absolutely no right to do. He's versatile, I think he can play the number 10 role, or he can play a striker as well. And he's very much fits into that Gale mould. I think he's, he's quite similar. Um, but it's, 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 it's his finishing that really impresses me. His technique when he strikes a ball, I think it's amazing. And I think, as we've talked about in previous videos with Adam Smith on the defenders' links, we've seen that we can raid Bournemouth. Yes, they finished ninth, largely due to this guy's goals. But he's a player who I think has a, a reasonable market value as well. Um, if you have a look, here's 3.83 million um, market value. He's got three years left on that deal. I've got him as a two-star probability of signing. There's there hasn't been too much, too many rumours or too much buzz about him in terms of him coming to Newcastle, but I think he's a player that, again, is at a spectacular season, but he, not necessarily an obvious target for a lot of the bigger clubs. I think he's a kind of player that, if we're striving to aim for the for the top ten, he's a player 
who we need to be having a look at. He's got a who score rate of 7.08. Um, he's 25, so he's a good age. He's really proved himself. I think he'd be a great signing. Um, I'm not sure he'd be a necessarily a, a first choice. I think maybe Ramirez might um, be the first choice, but if Ramirez is unattainable, you might well look at Josh King and see what he's done this season in the Premier League and, th and think, right, we need a bit of that. If you can do it, if we can get him in, I think he'd be a great option. Joshua King, two-star rating there. Next up is a Liverpool striker who's probably looking to move on this summer. He's not in Klopp's first-team plans. It's England international Daniel Sturridge. Now, Daniel Sturridge is a player who divides a lot of opinion. Um, look, his talent isn't in question. His finishing isn't in question. When he's fit, he is one of the most lethal goal scorers of the Premier League. He really is. But... The big that's the big caveat, isn't it? When he's fit, a bit like Andy Carroll, performs when he's on the pitch, but how often is he even on the pitch? Looking at his stats here, he's had since joining Liverpool, he's had twelve injuries in four years, and he's missed eighty-four matches because of that. They're significant numbers. You're looking at that's like what twenty-one matches missed a season. If we were to bring him in. He's got a market value of 18.7 million. He's got two years left on his deal. You could probably get it for about 25 million, I'd say, because of those injuries. He'd be wanting big wages. He'd probably be possibly the highest earner at Newcastle if he were to, if he were to arrive. What I don't want to do is pay 25 million, is to give him wages of, I don't know, what, 100 grand? To come and play for Newcastle, but for him to be injured for, for more than half a season. I, I, he is a brilliant finisher, but I'd want somebody coming in. I want the big players that we're bringing in not to be um, sitting on the treatment table. We've had far too much of that over the years at Newcastle. Players, Mike Lone, perfect example, superb finisher and, 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 and ended up scoring once every two games in his Newcastle career, but he was injured all the time. He's just one of the... Look, it might not be their fault, but... We can't take a risk on somebody who is almost certain to get injured somewhere along the season. He's got an average rating this season from who scored of 6.73 and only three Premier League goals. But again, he hasn't really been playing. It's a big risk. He'd be expensive, very much like Luke Shaw, I think, uh, for Man United, as we talked about in the Defenders video there. I don't think he's the man for Rafa. I think we can do better. If we got him, he's excellent, but we just wouldn't see enough of him. It's not worth it for me. One star probability rating to sign Daniel Sturridge for Newcastle this summer. Next up is another Premier League striker, um, is Burnley's Andre Gray. So there's a lot of rumours about Gray joining us that Rafa's interested in him. Let's have a look at his season. So he's got 6.42 on who scored for an average rating, which is probably below par, really. Um, quite surprising given that He's actually scored nine goals and got three assists this season. So that's not a, it's not a bad return for a player playing for a club like Burnley. Um, but maybe his all-round play isn't quite there. I know Rafa Benitez is very particular about that. This one surprises me, and it surprises me that Rafa might be interested in him. I think he certainly shouldn't be first choice um, to, for bolstering um, a forward line. He's soon to be 26. He... 
has issues off the pitch. Uh, I think it's fair to say. Would his application be there? Is he the right personality that we want in the dressing room? I'm not so sure. This is why I've got a one-star probability rating for him. He's got a market value of 8.5 million, but he has only got one year left on his contract, so it's likely that we could get him for around the 10 million pound mark, 12 million possibly. He is English, so he'd add to that homegrown quota, but I can't imagine he's going to be first choice for us. I, I, I think we'll go after other targets. I think there's better targets. He's had a reasonable season in an unfancied side, but I don't fancy this one. Not for me. Another player that we've been linked with from Manchester City, sounds like they're going to have a massive clear out there this summer, is young Nigerian striker Kalechi Iheanacho. He's a player who has taken the Premier League by storm when he's played very much like Bachuai. Um, it's his goals to minutes ratio that is just outstanding. Now look, is who scored rating was 6.45 this season. He didn't get a lot of game time ahead of Aguero, ahead of Gabriel Jesus as well. But he's only played 631 minutes in the Premier League, Champions League and FA Cup. So only 631 minutes a season. However, he's still got seven goals and three assists. So he's directly contributed to a goal every 66 minutes that he plays. That's incredible. And we saw what he did in the season before as well. His finishing, he'd, every time he'd come on as a substitute for Aguero, he'd nick a goal, he'd get a goal, he'd, he'd come up with a brace. He, the guy is just a natural finisher. He's a complete wonder kid. I think that this would be an excellent signing. I think there's a two-star probability of him signing. That's more to do on loan, I'd say. It depends what Pep thinks of him. It's likely that Pep's not going to play him. It's likely that if he was interested in playing Iheanacho this season, he would have seen more than 60, 631 minutes across all competitions, isn't it? So it's likely he's going to be moved on, whether that's a loan option first. I think we should be fighting to be ahead of that queue. Absolutely fighting for it. He's, he's, he's a superb finisher. I think he's a, he's a better version of Gale. He's really quick. He's, he just knows where the goal is. Um... This is a player we need to be going for to show ambition. I would love to see him. I would love to see him arrive. He's got a market value of 8.5 million, four years left on his deal. We wouldn't be paying under 20 million for him, no, no chance. Probably closer to 25, 30, if we were to buy him outright, if he was available. But I think a loan is a much more realistic um, approach here. And he's surely someone Rafa would love to have at the club. Next up is yet another Manchester City player, almost forgotten man, Wilfred Boney, um, who's been on loan at Stoke. Look, it's likely that he's going to be moved on this summer, almost no question. He's 28 now, the Ivorian. He's got a market value of 15.3 million and he's got two years left on his Manchester City deal. Given that Manchester City will probably be wanting to release him to give up funds for Pep's own recruitment plans, I think we could get him, if we were to get him, for around his market value, um, maybe 13, 14 million. He hasn't really pinned down much form at Stoke. There's a big, big question mark about whether he's still up to it in the Premier League. When he first arrived in Swansea, I mean, we, Newcastle were linked with him, weren't they? Um, and Swansea beat us to it, and he was excellent 
and he got his big move to Manchester City, but he just that ne then never got games. He's you know he's strong. He's surprisingly good in the air for how small he is. He's a really good finisher as well. He's kind of he, he sort of is proven at Premier League level, but that was like three seasons ago. Does he still have it? I think we would only be looking for him if we didn't get some first choice targets. I think we'd only be looking at him if we could get a reasonable uh, price for him as well. Uh, sorry, to have a reasonable price accepted for him. He's got a who scored rating of 6.61, but that kind of shows that he's really been out of favour. Um, I don't think it's massively likely that he'll be signing for us in any capacity, um, either on loan or bought outright. I think Rafa will be looking at some other players, certainly. I've given him a one-star, probability of signing for Newcastle, Wilfred Brony, maybe a few years ago, but not now. Last on the strikers list is none other than French sensation from Celtic, Moussa Dembele. No, not that one. Um, he's a player who's absolutely thrived under Brendan Rodgers. He's played 49 games in all competitions. He's got 32 goals and 9 assists this season. He is fulfilling the potential that he showed at Fulham. Um, I know a lot of European clubs will be circling for him if he were to be available this season. There's not been too many links to Newcastle, uh, but he's a player that I threw in on this list because I think he's a player that we could and should be looking at. A lot of the bigger clubs might want him to prove himself um, outside of the Scottish League before making a big money move. Maybe Newcastle um, can provide him with um, an opportunity to play in the Premier League. He's a natural goal scorer. He's a bit of an all-rounder. He's got a market value of 4.25 million, um, but he's still got three years left on his Celtic deal. But again, I don't think there'd be too much trouble um, attracting players from the Scottish League into the, the Premier League. There's just too, there's too much money and uh, there's too much exposure to turn down, I'd say. He's been great. He's got a 6.88 uh, rating on who scored, which is reasonable. However, with a caveat uh, that who scored don't record Scottish League statistics so that's that would more than likely be um, well into the sevens uh, for his average rating he's still pretty young he's due to start the next season as has just turned 21 as well he'd be a great signing um, another wonder kid he's, he's exceptional knows where the goal is and I think he'd be relatively easy attain easily attainable should we be able to fend off um, advances of other clubs as well? I think we're at probably the right level for him um, before maybe if he was to become a success in the Premier League, he would then go on to an even bigger club. I do think he's that good. Um, but I threw him in there because I think he, he's the kind of target that we should be going for and pretty realistic as well. Right, so that's pretty much the lowdown of our attackers. Without We've had a look at some wingers that could play both left and right wing. We've looked at some forwards and some strikers, players who may be more in the Gale role, maybe more in the target man mould as well. Uh, there's a big mix of homegrown players, players already playing in the Premier League, but then also some foreign talent as well. It'll be interesting to see what Rafa does. We know he wants to play with a Gale-type player because he's, our whole tactic uh, last season was built around playing with a Gale, a quick... Um, player that we could break quickly on the counter-attack and close down when out of possession at the back as well. But we're buying a lot of wingers 
apparently. Um, so maybe having a good target man option. I don't know if Rafa fully trusts Mitrovic. I don't think Murphy will follow us as well into the Premier League. So maybe we go for um, a player who can fulfil um, that kind of role as well. So to give us another option, a plan B, a, a plan to play against those more physical Premier League defenders. It's going to be tough. Goals make, make, help you survive in the Premier League. And as well as having a good defence, a solid defence, we're going to need to be potent up front. Now, we haven't really struggled for goals in the Championship, even despite Gale being injured for a lot of the second half of the season. But we can't rely on him getting injured again. We probably need players that are better than him, who are established at the top level, to help him so that he's not feeling the pressure of having to score all the goals for us this season. It'd be really interesting to see what happens. Obviously, everybody I've mentioned on this video and in the other two videos as well, please check those out. Uh, the links will be in the description below. That'll be um, transfer link defenders, transfer link midfielders as well, where I've looked at other players, um, other areas of the, of the team, which we probably be looking to um, improve. So please check those out as well. Um, if you've enjoyed this video, if you're listening to this as well on iTunes or SoundCloud, check out the tracks built before um, in, in, in the list that I've posted. So it'd be really interesting to see what Rafa does. I think we will go for a bit of a mix up front, um, but wing-wise, we're certainly going to be want some versatility. Um, I'd love to see um, a player like Baz Dost come. I'd love to see a player like Batshuayi come and Ian Acho. Um, and on the wing, I'd love to see... I'd love to see Townsend back. I think he's a player that it seems pretty likely that we're going to get back given the circumstances that have happened um, recently with Big Sam leaving Crystal Palace. So, thanks very much for watching and listening. I've been Adam from the Toon Network. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, SoundCloud and iTunes. Tell all your friends. It'd be great to get this... Um, to get other people watching this as well. Comment below who you think we should be going for. Have I missed anybody? I almost certainly have, don't worry. Um, I couldn't have gotten all of the rumours. It's the end of May now. The, the, the transfer landscape is likely to change as the months go on. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see at the end of the summer, having looked at all these videos, how many how many have got right in terms of probability of signing, um, the three-star rating. Tell us what you think in the comments below. Tweet us what you think. It'd be really interesting. I'm really interested to hear from all of you. Um, but for now, thanks very much. I know there's been long videos and long podcasts, but hopefully you've enjoyed it. It gives you an insight into the kinds of players that we might be signing, and we'll see what happens. It's a really exciting time to become uh, to be a Newcastle fan. Really looking forward to the Premier League season, and the gossip barn is in full swing already. Thanks very much. We'll see you very soon. I've been Adam from the Toon Network. Bye, see bye. Cheers, guys.